Today is Monday, July the 10th, 2023. I am Mark Beavis. Welcome to the program. On today's edition, Chinese companies are fined, then the share prices take off. We're going to look at the latest Chinese regulatory moves. Also this week, the Bank of Canada is expected to raise interest rates on Wednesday. Plus, the Canadian port strike enters its 10th day now. Mercedes-Benz has jumped on the Tesla bandwagon. We're going to cover those stories in today's edition, so let's get started. Shares of Alibaba Group are up over 9% over the last couple of trading sessions after its affiliate, Ant Group, was fined $984 million for violating laws and regulations. Obviously, this sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but there are hopes that this move is going to end this years-long crackdown now that the Chinese regulators have had on these large tech companies. It's widely expected now that this will be the final step in the penalty phase, and it's also seen as paving the way for Ant Group to secure a financial holding company license to improve its growth rate and maybe to eventually revive its plans for a stock market listing. Now, back in 2020, they had planned to go ahead with what would have been at the time the world's largest IPO valued at about $315 billion, but that IPO was derailed in very dramatic fashion by the Chinese regulators at the very last minute. If you are a DIY investor, now whether you're brand new to investing or you are experienced with maybe decades of investing experience, but you're finally decided to take things into your own hand, we do have our investing academy. And in the academy, we work with students from across Canada of all ages. The course material that we put together focuses on the most important things that you need to know to be a successful investor. So if you want to improve your knowledge, your skills um, as an investor, I will put a link in the description of this video. We're expecting another Bank of Canada rate hike this week. Uh, last month, the bank surprised the markets when it restarted interest rate hikes. And once again, it's expected this week that borrowing costs are going to go up. This comes despite the fact that we're actually continuing to see a decline in inflation and what appears to be a pretty strong and vibrant economy. Now, last month, the bank ended its five-month pause on the tightening cycle when it raised its benchmark interest rate to 4.75%, which was the highest that we've seen since 2001. And now it's very, very widely expected that another 25 basis point hike will come on this Wednesday. There are a lot of economists who thought that by now we would be either near or in a recession. The reality is though, the consumer spending has proven to be uh, very resilient and a strong labor market here in Canada also continues. This is making it very difficult for the Bank of Canada to simply stop this tightening uh, cycle. If we use interest rate swaps to measure expectations about future rate decisions, the market today is pricing in a roughly 70% chance that the central bank will hike again on Wednesday uh, by a 25 basis point amount. Of course, this problem isn't unique to Canada. Central banks around the world are also continuing to tighten. And last month, the U.S. Federal Reserve uh, held steady, but they have indicated that uh, they're expecting two more rate hikes before the end of the year. One of the biggest issues that the Bank of Canada has to face is a continuing strong job market. If we look at the latest numbers from June, we show that Canadian employers added 60,000 positions last month. And this is uh, roughly three times what the analysts were expecting. This is uh, somewhat conflicting with the unemployment rate, which recently ticked up to 5.4% from the 5.2% in the previous month. This, of course, is because now uh, a lot more Canadians are entering the job market seeking employment during that same time period. Um, in May, the CPI dropped to 3.4, which was down from 4.4% in April. One of the really complicating factors of this number, though, is that most of that uh, decline comes from year-over-year -year, uh, comparisons in the oil prices. When you look at the core inflation number, which strips out the volatile components uh, like energy, like food, 
the numbers aren't uh, nearly as attractive. Around 7,500 port workers went on strike back on Canada today, and today are entering the 10th day of the shutdown. Uh, talks had broken down earlier last week, but they resumed over the weekend. Uh, the two ports that are most affected here are the Port of Vancouver and the Port of Prince Rupert, and these really are critical um, in Canada's supply chain. Both of these ports are considered to be key gateways for exporting Canada's natural resources and commodities, and we think of potash as an example there. Also, of course, importing the raw materials that are key to ensuring that our domestic production um, levels are maintained. It's estimated that around $775 million a day in trade has been disrupted, which is now amounting to around $7 billion in cargo that has been affected as of Sunday. I think the biggest deal here is when we've seen disruptions like this in the past, it can take months and months and months for things to return to normal. Now, in the shipping industry, this is just the latest, uh, the latest blow. The Drury World Container Index has plummeted since last year, since September of last year. The composite has fallen around 86% from around $10,000 per 40-foot container in September to $1,474 more recently. I recently reported on this channel that Ford, Rivian, and GM are going to be joining the Tesla supercharger network starting next year, while Mercedes-Benz has now also joined the party. They announced recently that they are going to be fully adopting the Tesla supercharger standards starting in 2025. Now, Tesla calls its charging network the North American Charging Standard, or NACS. There are more than 12,000 stations in North America that drivers will be able to have access to starting next year. I do find it interesting, much like the Rivian deal I announced recently, that Mercedes is also going to continue to build its own network that it will make available to a wide range of electrical vehicle owners. It looks like this is going to pale in comparison, though, to Tesla's network. They are predicting that by the end of the decade, North America is going to have about 400 of the Mercedes charging stations, and there are additional hubs also slated for Europe and China. Now, Mercedes is the first German automaker that started to implement the NACS ports into its new EVs. Again of note, uh, it will be offering a plug adapter for vehicles with the combined charging system, or the CCS, and this is a competitor to Tesla's NACS network, and the CCS chargers are used by uh, a whole range of EV makers, including Rivian, Honda, GM, uh, BMW, Volkswagen, and a number of other automakers as well. It is going to be a very busy week for earnings and economic news this week. Tomorrow, Aritzia will be reporting. And if you're an Amazon Prime member, their uh, Prime Day event starts, uh, which is running for 45 hours. That certainly is a long day. It sounds kind of like a, like a boxing day type thing or a boxing week or a boxing month. Uh, Wednesday is going to be a very interesting day. The Bank of Canada will be uh, making its rate policy announcement. And the U.S. CPI, Consumer Price Index numbers, are uh, released for the month of June. Economists there are predicting that headline inflation will fall to 3% from the current 4%. And uh, core inflation is also expected to be reported to be down to 5 from 5.3 in May. Thursday, Delta Airlines will be reporting, as will Pepsi. And then on Friday, the U.S. financials uh, start rolling out their numbers. Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, Citigroup, uh, BlackRock, and State Street will all be announcing uh, their earnings. So I look forward to uh, bringing you up to speed uh, when those come in. Are you a DIY investor? Well, don't forget to check out our Investing Academy in the link below. And as always, I thank you so much for watching this video. Look forward to seeing you on Wednesday.